Welcome to Win Over Depression. I am your host, Tamara Trotter. This podcast is dedicated to shedding light on mental illness through education, experience, and real-life examples. I have suffered from chronic depression for most of my adult life. However, when I decided to become transparent about my condition and diagnosis, all of my friends were astonished. You see, those of us who suffer with the mental illness are experts at masking our true feelings. When the world is sleeping, we are up thinking, coping, and trying to quiet the thoughts in our head. I know that mental illness does not define me nor anyone who suffers with an oftentimes debilitating condition, yet this disease is the most undertreated in the world. I have learned how to become proactive, living with chronic depression, and thriving anyway. Suicide has become the number one cause of death in America. I vow to stop the stigma associated with mental illness and educate everyone on the importance of treating mental health disorders as you would any other medical condition. It is vital to conduct a mental health assessment of adults and children on a regular basis, at least once per week, because the suicide rate of children between the ages of 8 to 14 is on the rise. Stay tuned for today's topic on when over depression. Today's topic on episode 20 of when over depression is depression and loneliness. And so I'm sure you've probably heard people who suffer with depression tell you that they feel lonely. It's not the type of social loneliness that perhaps you're thinking about. And so let me just try to unpack it for you a little bit and share my experiences. So it's really more knowing that you are alone in your situation and that even though there are people that you confide in that know and understand a little bit about what you're going through, you don't even tell them everything because For one, you don't want them to worry. And then two, no one can really, really, truly understand what it feels like unless you're in that experience. So you could be in a situation where you are experiencing depression because something happened and you may be able to relate to someone who suffers from depression on a more consistent basis. But the lonely part is that you know that at some point in time during the day or during the week that that sadness is going to come over you. And I try to explain that it doesn't necessarily have to be a trigger. It's just that because of the imbalance in your brain, And unless you are taking your medication consistently, you're being proactive, you're eating, you're exercising, all of those things have to work in tandem with one another. 
So during the pandemic for me personally, it's been difficult for me to exercise because I like to swim and our pool is currently closed. And so I've had to do some other things in order to exercise and I haven't been consistent. So when one or two of those variables are out of sync, then that's when you become out of sync. That's why being proactive is so important. So it's a combination of your mood being positive, your attitude being positive, taking your medication, exercising. And it it really, it's a strategy. It's a life strategy is what it really is in order for you to, as I've said so many times, keep your depression at bay. And so, you know, with that, and I've talked about how important it is to be mindful of situations and circumstances that you cannot allow to cause you to fall into a downward spiral. You have to be able to ascertain certain situations and be able to either minimize those situations or not become involved if it's a situation where maybe someone is asking for your help and you know it's going to cause you a lot of stress and strain, you may need to say no and you may be able to do, you know, a little minimal intervention with that person and for that person, but you cannot follow them down that same road because then you will become derailed because there's a greater risk to anyone who suffers from depression and has episodes than there would be for someone who does not. And so the loneliness is really just about feeling like no one really understands and you get tired, you get weary. You feel like, you know, why can't I just be normal? Why do I, why do I have to be the one that has to deal with all of these situations that come up? And, but you can't have a pity party because all of us have what I call a cross to bear. And so a lot of people are saying it is what it is. So you don't really have time to try and figure out why me, why me? You just have to deal with the cards that you've been dealt and do your best to stay ahead of the game. And so when you're trying to understand why someone is acting a certain way and their mood seems to be almost night and day, it's because there are a lot of variables that come into play. And so you really, you, 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 you hope that you're going to have a good day every single day, but it really depends on how you are feeling mentally and even physically when you wake up in the morning. Sometimes you can get over the hump to get to the place where you can, you know, get some food in you and, and start to work and get on a roll start to listen to some music and start to, you know, set up that day. But sometimes you can't pull it off. And so you just have to say, okay, well, it didn't go as well as I wanted it to today, but there's always tomorrow. But you always have to have a plan in place in order to 
be able to stay in that game because if you can't control your mood but you still have to perform certain tasks on your job, you still have to be able to bring what I call your A game. So sometimes, yeah, you got to rise to the occasion in order to get through the day. And so today I had a very good day. Um, Despite a lot of things that are on my mind, um, I had a good day. And so it just, it's really so much of it is up to you. And there's definitely a strategy that you can put in place. There are things that you can do when you feel like your mood is going to be affected adversely. And sometimes you got to push yourself to do certain things that you really just don't feel like doing. And that's part of it. Because if you wait until you feel like doing something, you'll never do anything because you'll never really feel like it, if that makes sense. I hope that it does. One of the other things you have to be mindful of is early on when I was trying to figure out how I was going to feel better and do better, um, I would sleep in till three or four o'clock. And I maybe I would get up and go to the restroom and get back in bed. And when you oversleep and you sleep too much, that causes you to feel fatigued. And then that's even worse. But you cannot stay in bed all day. And I had to make a conscious decision that I would not do that that I would have to be up by a certain time. And so on the weekends, I have to be up by 10 o'clock no matter what. And so that's something that you have to decide for yourself, that you will not sleep in, that you will not stay in bed all day, that you will get up, that you will get some sun into your room or into your house, that you'll open your blinds, that you'll get that sunlight, that you'll take a walk, that you'll go get the mail, you know, figure out what you're going to do. But it has to be a conscious effort from you. And so you cannot rely on other people to get you going either because they're not going to feel like it. They're not going to have time. And it's really going to be your responsibility. Because no, you did not deserve having depression as a diagnosis. But it's still something that you have to to deal with and you cannot give in to it you have to have the mindset that no matter what you're going to keep going you're going to keep moving forward you know if if one day doesn't work out the way you want it to then you're going to see what you need to do the next day to strategize to make it better but it's totally up to you So give me a moment and I'll be right back with more. Stay tuned for more from Win Over Depression. So we've talked about how to be proactive and know when our mood is going up or down and what we might need to do in order to bring it to a more stabilized position. And so it's really about life strategy. And there are ways that you can overcome loneliness 
when you are experiencing an episode of depression. Because an episode of depression can last, it could last for 20 minutes, it could last for two weeks, it could last for two months or longer. But the way that you get out of the rut or get back on track and start feeling better is with strategies. So I'm going to give you some strategies that can really help you get to and get through a episode of depression. And it's really about creating your own sunshine. And creating your own sunshine is really about you taking charge of your feelings, your emotions, um, the way that life is treating you right now, especially with all this uncertainty and it could really be a lonely place, especially if you're an extrovert and you suffer with depression and you're used to being in a work setting, going out to lunch with friends and hanging out. This can really be a very difficult time for you. And next month in March, it'll be one year that I've been working from home. And quite frankly, when they announced that we would be working from home, I immediately became concerned because I knew that once you've been working from home and you're used to staying inside and you can't have as much movement as you're used to, then it's easy for you to become complacent in your ways and in your behavior. So I knew within the first month that I had to put a strategy in place. Otherwise, it wasn't going to be very good for me. So you have to learn to create your own sunshine. And one of the ways that you do that is you just make a concerted effort to be proactive in dealing with people, situations, and circumstances. Because the ball's really in your court, and you're going to have to be able to navigate through certain areas of your life where you know it can cause you some stress or strain. So you may have to avoid some obstacles, move some things around, go over some things, um, make decisions that you normally wouldn't make. And part of that might be just saying no. So one of the first things that you can do is make sure that you're guarding your heart and that you're not allowing people to rain on your parade especially if it wasn't raining where you are, but they're bringing their rain to you, and now it's causing you to be down. So really be mindful. So don't spend a lot of time with people who are going to bring you some of their rain. The next thing that you can do is be able to say no, knowing that it's just not going to be a good situation for you. So be able to say no. And the more that you say no, and the people who are used to you always saying yes and being agreeable, they'll see that you're making a change and they'll start changing. Because people don't change, we have to change our reaction to people and to their behavior. The next thing that you wanted to do is if there are certain days when you know that you feel more lonely than other days, have a plan. Have a plan in place. Whether you're going to call a friend, whether you're going to have a Zoom call, 
you're going to take a walk, but you're going to do something at that during that time and space that you know you fill a void. The next thing you can do is not be so hard on yourself. You know, I've been telling people that for the last several months, I feel as though the world just needs grace. We need grace. Grace for ourselves. We need to show grace to other people. And we need to really stop and think about the words that we use and how those words and our interactions affect people. And if you can just start out with the intent to be kind, that's going to go a long way. So we really need some grace. The other thing is come up with some type of plan, a learn a new task, a hobby, start doing something during this time when you're at home that's going to occupy those moments when you feel like you're feeling lonely. And so for me, it's this podcast. So what hobby do you want to take up? Do you want to start writing a novel? Do you want to start taking up some type of, you know, skill, putting something together? But figure out what you can do to occupy some of this time that we all have on our hands. And it might just be planning a family reunion, maybe planning something for when this is all over and you can start putting that plan into place. But start something that maybe you stopped doing a long time ago for whatever reason and you said you were going to get back to it and you never did. Now's the time that you can absolutely do that. And I've always talked about how important it is for you to love yourself, know that you're worthy, significant, valued, and just live up to your fullest and truest potential knowing that especially during these times that tomorrow is not promised to any one of us. And we don't know where we're going to be three months from now, six months from now, next year. I'm sure that, as a matter of fact, today, over 500,000 people have died from the coronavirus. And who would have ever thought a year ago that so many deaths would have come our way? So get out there and, and start to do something. And then strive each day to be the best that you can be. Don't belabor things that are not great in your life. Think pure thoughts. And don't give up on your dreams and your hopes. Because dreams fuel ingenuity. And ingenuity powers momentum. And momentum helps to keep things going. And if you have been feeling a lot of self-doubt, try and unpack that and figure out why that is. Why are you doubting yourself in whatever area that may exist for you? And what do you need to do to feel more confident? So those are some practical ways that you can start to feel better if you're feeling lonely during an episode of depression to help get you back on the right track because the bottom line is 
you are valuable, loved, and important. And you've got to believe that yourself. And then that will exude from you through your smile, through your interaction, through the way that you handle yourself. And that will be a natural way to feel better. And remember, don't stay in bed all day. Get that sunlight. Have that sun shining on your face. And do something positive. I never like to end my podcast without thanking you so very much for listening. I am so excited about completing episode 20 of Win Over Depression. If you have an opportunity, find me on Pinterest at Mental Health Expert, TT Mental Health Expert. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram at Tamara Trotter. That's T-A-M-E-R-A-T-R-O-T-T-E-R. Please don't forget my website, winoverdepression.org. You can also go to my website and purchase my ebook on my website, Win Over Depression. If you would like to support this podcast, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com. That's www.patreon.com backslash Tamara Trotter. As little as 5 to $7 per month can help me upgrade my equipment and bring even more podcasts to a wider audience. At this point in time, I have over 2,000 subscribers that I know of to the podcast, and it is being listened to in over 28 countries. So I am very excited as I continue to expand. So I will see you in the next episode. Until then, remember, giving up is never an option. Stay in the game of life and do the best that you can do to live up to your truest potential. I'll see you next time. Take care, my friends.